0: Welcome to Connections tech Experience. I'm your host, Penny Conway. And today we're sitting down with the Poly and Microsoft team to talk about collaboration with Microsoft Teams and voice and video. But could it be possible that we're confusing communication tools with collaboration tools? If you're looking at starting or already implementing Microsoft Teams, you're not going to want to miss today's episode. We'll learn how to tackle problems, and have you up and running off the ground with your Microsoft and Poly team. I've got a lot of people in the room. <laughs> I've got um, Sam and Glenn from Polly. Welcome. And Lane returning from our Microsoft COE team. So, Glenn, why don't we start with you? A little bit of an introduction of what you do at Polly. Um, and first of all, Polly. Pollycom? Our new name? Polly Shore. No. Polly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> kind of clear up the name for so, me.
1: So, as long as you don't say Polly wants a cracker, we're, we're okay. Um, <laughs> So, uh, my name is Glenn Bevkar. I'm the National Channel Account Manager um, specific to Connection. I support the partnership between Poly and uh, Connection, and I support the entire organization. Um, but uh, to answer your question about Poly, so Poly is uh, formerly Plantronics and Polycom. Plantronics gotcha. acquired Polycom in 2018, and in 2019, we rebranded the organization. So, going forward, all of our solutions, all of our, our branding is all going to be recognized as Polly.
0: Very good to know. Yeah. Well, welcome, Polly. Thank you. Slash Glenn. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Sam, a little bit about you and what you do with Polly. Sure.
2: Again, my name is Sam Kennedy. I am the chief product evangelist uh, for Polly. Um, so I spend uh, most of my time out in front of our key customers and partners talking about our technology roadmap, our strategy, our vision. I'm also a global product manager, our, uh, I lead the global product management team.
0: Excellent. And Lane, you're now an, I won't say an old favorite, but you're a recurring guest on the podcast now, our VP of our Microsoft Center of Excellence.
3: Yep. But today I'm here as an avid Teams user.
0: Excellent. (laughs) That's right. So Lane, um, when we started prepping for this episode, I was in Lane's office and he was going through the whole Microsoft suite and Teams and everything that could do, it could do. And every time I have a conversation with Lane, I am leaving going, how do I get that? How do I start using that? Which I did try to start using stream when you right. told me about it and yeah. I don't have access. Oh,
3: you don't have access? No, so it? we'll have to talk okay. about that
0: after. Yeah. yeah,
3: we got to figure that one out because yeah. cool.
0: So Lane knows anything and everything about Microsoft Teams. We've learned so much just about what you do with the Microsoft Suite in general. So taking the time to sit down and talk about how we add voice and video into what we're already doing with Teams. First of all, why add it? What's the benefit? And how do we get adoption of it? So one of the um, kind of where I want to start is collaboration is one of those buzzwords, right? We hear it all the time. Um, companies want to collaborate. Teams want to collaborate. Um, but it's not always putting in tools and hoping that our team adopts it and starts collaborating. It truly is a culture thing. So Glenn and Sam, what are you seeing, you know, in terms of company culture and that needing to be aligned with you know bringing in voice and video capabilities to add to collaboration tools
2: Sure, I'll start. Um so one of the things that I think that's a key difference between collaboration and communication is the the minute that you start to bring in content you're you're working on a document or you're working on uh, any type of content it switches from co- uh, co- uh, communication to collaboration and Teams is just is completely integrated uh, from a content perspective, and you know, one of the things I think that's really different about Teams versus anything else that's out there is the ability to work and collaborate at all parts, offline, online, when I'm in an audio or video meeting. And that's really different than anything we've ever seen before where it's, if it's just communication, it's I pick up my phone or I get on a video call. You know, I'm, I'm communicating while I'm on that call. With Teams, when you're not in a call, when you're in a call, you're always collaborating. I think that's been the big key difference. I mean, again, I'm an Affid user as well. I <laughs> use it all day. I, I'm probably going to get pinged on Teams messages on my phone as we're sitting here. Uh, so, again, I just think it's that, that just con- continuum of being able to collaborate with people constantly is the big key difference with teams.
0: And Lane, what we had um a, one of our I think it was episode 6, we had um John Furman sit down with us to just talk about unified communications as a whole and we did a little uh, homework of our own to see how many different, you know, communication/collaboration tools each of us had and the Amount was insane. Oh, yeah, we got a lot. We, got <laughs> we Slack had and Teams Slack, and WebEx Teams, and WebEx, Jabber, um, Blue Jeans.
3: I think is in there. Blue somewhere.
0: Jeans is in there somewhere. <laughs> Life <laughs> Size is meeting. coming into yes. to play. Um, so, what is really the differentiator around Microsoft Teams bringing that o- over another solution? It's,
3: it's the integration, and I'll tell you, we were we were the first, I think, group to use Teams at Connection. I mean, we've been using it for a year we had it for six months before we ever used it. I mean, we had full access to it for six months. Now, we were coming at it from prior to Teams. We were Skype uh, for chat, right? We were avid Skypers, right? Because right. Skype, 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 Skype. That's all we did, Skype. Um, and we were WebEx for for communi- for communication collaboration. And I thought that was going to be really hard to dislodge WebEx. And so there we had Teams. And at first, Teams was like this vast thing that could do everything, and so therefore you didn't know what to do with it. So it sat there doing nothing. That, that I think, is the biggest challenge of teams is it's it, it's chief advantage is it's integration but we got there by now granted we didn't have any training we didn't have any formal rollout and boy if i was ever going to roll out teams inside an organization i'd like pick some best practices to start with and maybe even some tight governance around what you can and can't do because you know you get this vast thing that does all these things and then you're like i don't know what to do with this and that's where we were and it sat there for six months and then one day we were working on a, it was a, I think it was a spreadsheet we were working on and we discovered co-authoring in teams and it was like, whoa, that was easy. And then within a week, like, oh, we'd shoved all our files into teams <laughs> because I, because it had started. And so we, while
0: it's sitting in teams, you have the ability to be co-authoring.
3: Yeah. I mean, you could do it other ways, but teams is, you know, you put it dot instead right. of sending a thousand emails with, you know, version one dot one, version one dot one, a version one dot two, B, you know how that goes and you right. before you know it, your files are exploding, so you put it in Teams and then everybody's accessing it, everybody's and there's it's the the, the the governance of that's pretty easy. You can set read access, et cetera. So for us it was co-authoring um, that really got us kind of dialed into it. And once we once we had that first use case, see that's the thing. Like it really only takes because everything in Teams is connected to everything else, the biggest barrier to adoption is just like I said, using it. I mean we had that power at our fingertips for six months right. and never used it, right? And so Once we had done one thing, then that led to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. And before you know it, you know, now we're hosting videos and stream, you know, like that, like that's, it builds on itself, but you got to find like one or two really killer use cases to dial in. And then, you know, that kind of converted us to a culture of from a communication culture to a collaboration culture, because before it was all communication, it was Skype, it was email attachments, standard stuff, right? right? It wasn't collaboration. Um, and like I said, now we routinely record meetings and then they're, you know, it's beautiful the way it just ports that recording straight into Teams with all the governance and all the, you know, identity credentials and everything intact. You push a button, you've got keyword searchable, you know, transcripts of your videos and it, you know, it's insane. And all of that then is connected to the to-do list application. So if you use Microsoft to-do to govern your, you know, pulls in your tasks from email, from planner, from stream... <laughs> everywhere not string, email you know planner and uh, uh teams and you you know you can really organize yourself but you got to have a, a strategy which is why going to voice and video feels a little bit like that whole that whole beginning thing where it's the I next mean, we've had it's that, the next we have shift, that capability right? now we've all got cameras but i'll tell right. you everybody except for me on that i know on my team has the black tape over the I want mm-hmm. to call this podcast Take Off the Tape. That yeah. was great. Right. <laughs> no, the black so, tape because nobody so wants true. to use you, you because they, I don't think I don't think we've had that aha moment with it
0: and so, what it's capable of. So that's the video piece I think is the the next step, like we've got the chat. It was email. Everyone was doing email, and you had eight million emails of, of communication strings. Then the chat app started coming out, making that instant communication, quick answers, and now video and voice being rolled into that. That's where I think people start to get nervous. Is you know what if I don't look, what if I look bad on camera? What if I'm awkward? I can't scratch my nose. I can't, you know, get up and walk across the room, which I have actually done on, ca- on a conference call, which I completely forgot I was on camera and got up and walked across the room and came back. So what are, you know, Glenn and Sam, what are you seeing the adoption of video and the best practices of people implementing video as part of that communication collaboration strategy?
1: So I'll get Sam to, to comment on that, but um, I wanted to kind of backtrack to what Lane was saying, which was <clears throat> the experience that you're experiencing here within Connection is no different than what we see in the field. Mm. So organizations have you know those two different platforms or have multiple platforms. Uh, about 80, 84% of companies have two plus platforms in their environment. And the challenge for users is what do I use? Right. I communicate with this and then I collaborate with that. And then I yeah. make phone calls off of this. And we've got all these devices and all these different platforms in which to choose from. That's the, that's the one challenge. And so when it comes to adoption of a newer technology or to be able to consolidate those into a single platform, you make a great point, which is you need to have a very clear strategy on how to do that. And that's where our organization really helps organizations, not just with being able to add devices to those, but to be able to help them identify a strategy on how to execute that and move to collaboration. If you look back at the, uh the pedigree of microsoft and their their collaboration tools skype was really a communication device kind of like what you're saying you know you could make a phone call with it and you could instant message and it gave you a quick resolution to a conversation Whereas with Teams, it now brings those other elements together and pulls that entire Microsoft. And so why, why Teams? Because it's familiarity. Mm-hmm. And familiar, familiarity drives adoption of the technology. And so people are used to using Microsoft because most organizations aren't Mac environments. They right. are Microsoft environments. And so that, that familiarity with Microsoft breeds that, that adoption of that, of that technology. Where we kind of add that piece in is making those devices that have an open standard or are built on a an environment that can connect to multiple different platforms. Because Poly has 30 plus different platforms that we support, it allows organizations to make that investment into a technology that regardless of whether they are on Skype and then migrating to Teams or they're looking to move from a different platform to Teams or other side moving away <laughs> from teams to something else, they can they can keep that investment and be able to move technologies or sorry move platforms as their their business requirements requires it as well as it drives that adoption by the user because it's simple to use it's easy to manage and though and so that familiarity drives that that adoption. But I'll let Sam. I think I well, spoke before, a little bit. You, but
3: do you think that part of the reason that companies have like us, have so you know have multiple solutions is because we're all kind of trying to find that one solution that works best for us. When in truth, there is no solution that's going to work. Be- there is no one solution that's going to cover every use case and edge and case out department. there. And every department, and <laughs> every department, every need. There's there's a certain amount of cultural adaptation that has to occur behind the use of of any tool set. Right. So instead of trying to sort of quest after the perfect one you sort of pick one because i mean we pick teams but teams isn't perfect i mean i've got my criticisms of teams you know i love it to death but you know we have a running joke on our team that if you want to you know if you if you want if if you if you're looking for a file in Teams, don't bother because you're never going <laughs> to find it because we have so much in Teams, you know, and then they could use some, you know, it could use a, a, a juice to their, right. you know, their file garbage. It, it becomes,
0: becomes <laughs> another dumping ground in a, yeah, in a sense. Yeah, and, and everybody yeah.
3: names their file something differently. Yeah. So when you're, you know, so so no tool is going to be perfect. You kind of have to just sort of, like I said, pick one that you're going to adapt to and you'll work through it. You're going to, you know, nothing's going to be perfect. You, you, you're you going to accept it warts and all because it's better to have one in, you know, one acknowledged imperfect tool than to have, you know, three or four out there because you're never going to. So I think I'm hearing that, like, the, the, the foundation, the foundation of a, maybe it's this simple, the foundation of a, of a good collaboration strategy is pick one. Yeah, right, yeah. I, I would go even further than that in that um, even if you pick one, most
2: of us have to communicate with people outside of our organization. And so oh, I still point. need to be able to communicate yeah. and collaborate with someone who, who, again, I may have chose a different technology that, than you have. I still need to be able to communicate and collaborate with you. So you need to be able to, to look at that, 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 that while we all want to go to teams or go to whatever single platform that um, I still need something that's going to allow me to be able to communicate with people outside of my organization. And,
1: and the other thing going back historically where collaboration started is it was very siloed, right? So all these different technologies were siloed from each other. And so there was no collaboration between those different platforms. Um, With Polly's technology, we kind of become the cog to that wheel, being able to pull those different technologies together Mm -hmm. so that you can collaborate internally or externally across those different platforms using the exact same device. Yeah, I like that idea.
0: That, ha- that has always been a significant challenge. And that's where I think email always became the default when you're working with people outside of your organization is you you have this great, and I, I experienced it on my, my own team, is we have a great internal collaboration through the tools that we use, but then we want to involve our partner and forget it. Yes. It, it all goes bust. And now we're like, in the dark ages of using our old email or meeting it's funny in person how much, you know haven't <laughs>
3: haven't been doing the you know i'd say level one collaboration right because i think what you're talking about is where we want to go which is how do you get to we're collaborating like the act of collaborating and that's good that's like a good foundational place to start but it's not like an experience like mm-hmm. i think what you're talking about is building a collaboration experience where it's just part of who you are and we you know, there will go, there will be, I, because we communicate not just with internally, but with customers, With there, there are whole days where I'll go without looking at email anymore because I don't need to. Right. And because there, because if something's that vital, it's going to come to me in 50 different ways. Email's the last way it gets there. Email really has gone from like 10 out of 10 level of importance to like a four in the last year. Having grown out this collaboration engine, you know this kind of like I said, this foundational level, and now it's about you know for us, it's trying to find how do we get to that 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 next level of 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 efficient, you know where you where it's just part of who you are, not something you do.
1: Yeah, and and I think that as the workforce evolves, um, you have um, younger folks coming into the workforce that are looking for these tools. Me personally, I have, a per, I, have a, I have a personal cell phone. I don't, I don't have a corporate phone. So me putting those collaboration tools on my personal phone was not something I, I was looking forward to doing. But, but through happenstance, I needed to be on a call while I was, I was traveling in my vehicle. So I, in minutes, downloaded Microsoft Teams to my phone, was able to utilize my corporate credentials, log in, and join that video call from my car um, to be able to participate in that call and that is simplicity
3: well you want to for us i mean we don't have a phone directory right i mean i think that phone on my desk that is gathered dust because i swear to god i haven't used my phone right (laughs) I i don't even know why i have a phone anymore in my office but but that I think there's a directory in there somewhere but you got to remember it's like star 678 pound 43 before you can you know absolutely so with teams you know our it, that's the only thing that is ba- it's based on our AD infrastructure right so everybody's contact details are already there but because we've now rolled teams out co- company wide it would take me I probably wouldn't even get there. I'd have to go searching through emails for an old email with somebody's SIG file in it to figure out what their what their phone number is. Or now with Teams, I can go into Teams chat. I can, boom, I can hit the call button, and my cell phone's calling their Teams, and they're picking it up on their cell phone. And that's almost like- The in, mobile app is amazing. It's instant access to my entire right. company. And that alone has, like, I actually call people and, and where I normally would be like, I'm not going to bother with this because it'd take me to, you know, it'd take me 30 minutes to find this person, let alone. But with Teams, I mean, you can see their presence, right. so you know they're. You know, if it's green, you know they're right. there. So I know you're, like, you're ignoring ah, me. And, you know, <laughs> but that, you know, that
2: that well, is even then. Even if you're offline, I mean, that's what's the that, uh, the one of the things that I like about Teams is that even if you're offline, I can still send you the message, and I know you're going to get it. As soon as you get it, you're going to come right back to me, and now we're basically in a in a chat. So. It's uh, it's so much better. I mean, so much better than. Well, Sky. think about
3: how much money would Connection have to spend to build that kind of like directory, and then you know, like a phone book, so to speak, and get that out to everybody. So everybody, ha- I mean, the amount of effort and time, but it's right. just it's Right, it with and maintaining it is the I guess the worst I was part. I was sitting here thinking about it and about what you said about the way you know connect about Polycom sort of being this this focal point. And I guess in my mind it becomes an experience. It's funny it becomes an experience when the technology becomes invisible really is what it comes down and to. And that's really part of yeah. our strategy. Our, yeah. part of, you know, our strategy
2: I, is, you know, we're not going there and competing and building what Teams is doing. What we're doing is we're complementing it. We're bringing in the devices. So those customers that have standardized on Teams that are using Teams for all these great things that it does, we bring in the headsets, we bring a lot of people do actually use hard phones. Um, so we bring <laughs> in you know, we bring in the headsets, we bring in the hard phones. We bring in the video devices, we bring in the interoperability, we bring in So so the, you know the reality is we have we are that one-stop shop Four devices for those customers that are going down the path with Teams. I mean, we completely complement everything that Teams is doing. Yeah,
3: so we got to figure out how to make that work here. You know, because like I said, we're getting so close to that invisibility line where it becomes that experience. And but we've got to. Well, we've admittedly,
2: gotta. we haven't we haven't fully been ready either to be to be clear, <laughs> right? A lot of the software is just starting to come available. We had a we had a really great uh, Microsoft Ignite in 2019. Uh, this past what was it, six months ago. We made lots of announcements on lots of new products and lots of new software, um, and so again, we're still in the process of rolling a lot of that out. But uh, again, the the, the we uh, we deliver the solutions for every single scenario for customers that are collaborating, communicating, again, phones, headsets, and video devices. Not all of it is technically available as I sit here right now, but we've announced it all. So it's it's if it's not here yet, it's just about to be here. So again, while you might not have, uh, you might not have everything ready today. We're within uh, another few months. Yeah, but
3: I can see that how y'all, y'all act as kind of a layer of yeah. the overall, of that overall experience mm-hmm. that every sort of hetero, I mean, cause all customers, including us are heterogeneous, you know, like you said. And so you really do have to have that layer that, you know, that's above the, that's above the software plugged into the software between you and the, you know, it's part of that experience. And just like, you know, minimizing your internal use. um, It's a a good, I can see where this fits into a good governance strategy for the collaboration, even beyond teams, but just good collaboration. Where y'all are a vital part. Yeah, and of that. one of
2: the big changes that's happened in the industry, and and we're we've been really driving this again with a lot of the announcements we've been making, is that uh, in the past we would have gone and taken technologies and reverse engineered and done all of this work, and what we're doing now is going native. So Microsoft is actually building the software that runs on our hardware. So it's it is a just to say it's a full Teams experience, I mean, it, it of course it is because it's Microsoft yeah. Teams software running on our it's hardware. It's intentionally
0: being it's designed. It's intentionally yeah.
2: designed for Microsoft Teams. And that's, that, that's a huge shift from where we've done in the past, like things, we had probably the best in the industry integration with Skype. Um, but in order yeah. to get that, we had to go and reverse engineer technologies. And we are, are when Skype would come out with a new feature, we would be six months or longer behind it, and you wouldn't get the full feature set. You wouldn't get the full full UI. Those days are gone. Right now, when Microsoft, when Teams adds a new feature, it's on our products. It's the day they launch, it's there. And that's a huge difference, again, because Microsoft is the ones building the software. They got the real so-
3: smart about the e- understanding of an ecosystem and yeah. their willingness to like do exactly things like that, things they would have expected you to do before. Well, because again, they're I, Microsoft, know, and you're well, not. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but you know, we we
2: helped them. We we helped yeah. Microsoft understand that, right? So, so Microsoft is, is, has all these great collaboration tools, and we've had a what 15 year partnership with them. So, this isn't something they're just starting day one. And so, we've really been working together with them on the strategy. We spend all our time with customers. just like they do understanding what customers really want and together we've come up with this with this native strategy they bring in the best that they do with software and collaboration tools we bring in what we do which is make great devices and together this is why this is such a differentiated uh, approach to doing this and, and i and i
1: think that it's a cultural change within microsoft as well because microsoft how, when yep. you take a look at their um their mantra prior to say the last year or two has really been around driving licenses, licenses, licenses. Now it's kind of evolving and changing to drive the adoption of those licenses. Because when you take a look at the number of uc licenses that are in the marketplace globally microsoft has the largest but the li- level of the sorry the percentage of adoption of those licenses is the lowest uh, and so right. when they take a look at that they're like well in order to be able to drive the adoption of that we need something to attach to that and that's where poly really helps drive that adoption so again, to Sam's point, that's us kind of working with Microsoft to help them understand. And so this year, Microsoft has put a significant focus with their partner community to drive the adoption of that licensing, which is great for connection because you have this broad set of solutions that you can bring to the client. So... Much like, you know, when you look at some of the big box stores that have all these different solutions, you can go in and you can get your groceries and your clothing and <laughs> all the all the appliances and stuff for your. This is very much like a connection where you can bring all those different pieces to the to the table and be able to support that client from, you know, nuts to bolts to everything. But also, you know, with the partnerships like Poly with the Microsoft, it helps you, uh, you know, drive that that. Everything from the design right through to the deployment, right through to the post-sale support of that entire strategy.
3: And it's tr- I mean, for me, a good experience, then, you, then adoption drives itself. Exactly. Like, that's where, you know, for us, like I said, when <clears throat> when we experienced the attention to detail that Microsoft had put into Stream. Like, I knew, St- I've talked about Stream with 100,000 customers, uh, you know, and it's it was an abstract to me. And t- I knew what it was, I knew what it did, I knew all the speeds and feeds. And then one day I recorded a, recorded a meeting, you know, with our developer, with our developer team and saw how it ported into, you know, it ported directly from teams into stream, how it, it brought all the, it brought all the credentialing there. It had all, it had closed captioning at the push of a button in like 47 different languages. Like the amount of detail, that experience was so good. I've probably told, I've demoed that to, I can't tell you how many customers, colleagues, like I love showing it off because I just think it's so cool And now we've got, we've probably got, you know, at least 50 to 100 hours of recorded content in stream now. Now we're trying to figure out how to put it in channels and actually organize it. But I mean, that kind of, that, that adoption went from zero to like on fire because the experience was so good. And I think that's, that's often overlooked, but Microsoft is starting to really get that, which is why they're investing, why they're doing things with you guys that they never did before. Because one thing Microsoft has always been good at since the, very be- since, since the very beginning is they, I think, and I think it's been the key to their success, is they build platforms, right? They build these big, vast, open-ended platforms that let you do whatever you want to do with them. And Teams mm-hmm. is like that. And that's both the strength and the weakness. But where Microsoft has been, I think, shifting, and what you were just talking about is a prime example of that, they is they've, they're, they're investing outside of their own platform because they recognize that their platform is gotten so vast that it needs a little more it a little more. They can't just be like, "Hey, here's SharePoint. Go, you know, go have fun with that," like like they did in the past because we'd figure it out. Like they're starting to invest in ways to sort of build that experience out. And so it's good to see that It's good to see that cuz Polly makes cool stuff.
0: Yeah, and it was like you were saying, it's easier to adopt if it all just works. If I need to hop on a call, it's I'm already connected with my hardware to hit a button and I have voice, or it's a video conference and it's right there. I'm not setting up a webcam, I'm not picking up my headset, I'm not dialing a phone, using a passcode, finding a password. Perfect example, uh, last Friday I host a Friday uh, webcast for our internal sales team. And for some reason, the I won't say the platform I use just to keep it you know agnostic, um, but the platform I was using randomly wanted to require a password. I've been doing this thing since February of 2019. It has never asked for a password. And all of a sudden in my email that morning, 600 emails from people, what's the password? Can't get in, can't get in. And it created a nightmare. Oh man! And it's things like that, that make people go, eh, I'll just not watch today or I'll not participate today. I won't collaborate on this project because it just becomes a, a pain in the rear end to try to just use the equipment that's sitting in front of me. I was him. once
3: locked out of my computer for almost five and a half hours because I needed to actually physically put my, my company network password in, <laughs> and I hadn't actually <laughs> typed it in so long. But I forgot what it was because <laughs> I'm like password. What's a password? Who uses password? I mean, like it's all done, it's all it's all done automatically. So yeah, yeah, you're right. You don't want any barriers. Yeah, you to- don't want
0: any barriers. So um, when we talk about you know implementing it, it, Lane, you had a great point that you were you know teams sat there for six months and then someone started to use it. Slowly discovered that it did this. Then you had your aha moment, and now you started to find things. So it sounded like you really were going at it from a truly discovery adoption point of view yeah i think
3: that's often overlooked too because i think in some cases the best way to drive adoption is just to get your users one successful use case right pick one because and that's where you know that's the beauty of microsoft one will lead to two will lead to will lead to 10 you know, there's got, you've got to have some tolerance for trial and error within inside the Microsoft right. platform, right? Some things are going to, like I said, we put all our files in Teams and now we can't find anything because <laughs> it's a big mess and we've got to go clean that up at some point, you know, but that's okay. That's all part of the, you know, that's all part of the learning, yeah, the learning would process. Yeah, I turn off Skype
2: as soon as you as you can. If you turn off Skype, then you're forced somewhat. And then once you start yeah. using, I mean, we, we have right now, unfortunately, we have Teams and Skype in our organization and... Uh, it's if you get if you have to use Skype for whatever reason, it's just it feels like such a subpar. Is it experience. like when someone
0: messages you on Skype, you're like, oh, you're that guy. Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> really, and It's mostly sales guys. So you're like already. Oh, I'm so no offense. but It is when you
3: start to get into the into the collaboration of the way that meetings work, the way that. You know, multi-party, the the persistent chat yeah. where like it's you know you start conversation threads and it's they're a persistent stream. Wait, right. it's a stream of once consciousness. Once you do that, like yeah. as soon as you cross that barrier, like you you can't dump Skype fast enough. Like right. that's yeah. the thing. Like the experience. If the if you do it right, like I loved Skype right up until the day I hated Skype. Same with WebEx. I mean, no offense to like I loved WebEx for many many years, and I and it's a fine it's a fine platform and a fine engine, um, but it just doesn't tie in the way. Teams does. So now, I mean, I literally, it was like I was a magnet and my polarity reversed. I was like, go Webex. I'm never using Teams to, now I'm Teams and and I'm never using Webex. It's not because Webex isn't quality. I love Webex. It's just not. The experience is better over here for me. And again, it's personal preference, but that's for me. And I never thought I'd say that in a million years because I've, I've been, I'd used Webex for my whole career pretty much, you know, as long as I've been doing web conferencing. I do have a quick question for you though. What's the role of video in all this in in you guys' opinion like what's the what does video bring because we're all a bunch of remote people I mean a big huge portion of our organization is full time they're all remote, and we're always thinking about like are we because again admittedly we have kind of a dim view of video because most of us are like i don't want to like we don't see the value but yet I know it's I know it would be better because it's better to see people's faces like that's why we fly all around the country all the time is to have face-to-face meetings because that's a better experience how come we can't how come we can't get that going around video technology like what's what makes a successful like video integration with that where's what's the role
2: i I, yeah i can think of like a million different things again the (laughs) the first thing uh, that
3: comes to mind is um
2: uh i have two i have two kids uh they are 13 and 15 years old and for to say to them don't do video it would be crazy right like my my daughters are on facetime or whatever you know tiktok or whatever right i mean a video is ingrained in their in just in their in everything right you're saying i'm old i'm kind of saying you're (laughs) old that's that is uh, i was wondering if you kind of pick up on that that, i guess because you're right my
3: my 14 year old is
0: I they, do think they, that's part of it. It's just, it's not what we're, we didn't walk around with a, with access to cameras right in front of our face all the time, but it's the workface, commonplace workplace, for others. The
2: the, the the workforce is getting younger every single right. day. And so yeah, having video tools in, inherently for, for the, the younger you go,
3: it's just going to be something that is expected. Well, I did have an aha because my, you know, my, we always wrestle with it, our kids getting too much screen time, right? And It dawned on me the other day, like when I was growing up, we spent all of our time. You Remember, you'd go outside, you'd have to be home for dinner, but you were always in that sort of face-to-face. And I had always regretted that it seemed like there was no unstructured playtime for kids anymore. Like everything was a play date, Mm -hmm. or it was structured, or there was was an adult watching over. There was nothing where it was unfiltered, no adults present, you know, kid collaboration. I mean, we thrived on it. And then one day I realized, like, that's exactly... We may not physically have that anymore, but my daughter, she does study groups. She's, yeah. you know, sometimes on the phone with her friends till like 2 a.m. Like, they're doing what I used to do, but they're doing it virtually. Right. Like, really doing it. Like, their conversations are like the good old conversations we used to have. And I was like, you know, wow, collaboration finds a way, right? Like, it, you know, it, it, we, we took away the physicality of it, and lo and behold, the virtual has come to replace that. So they're not, I think growing up, they're not deficit you can argue the merits of whether virtual is the same as real, but to her, I think That's that virtual real. is That's real. Right. Like yeah. her experience growing up with her friends is different, but the same as mine. It's just like same stuff, but a different medium. So I think maybe as I'm talking through this, <laughs> you've to answered translate your question. That to a, to tra- no, no, to <laughs> translate that into a corporate context, right into a, into a works into a work environment. So maybe we just have to do it a lot and force ourselves the, to the do it. The more people
2: it. do video, the more they need video. It is absolutely a snowball. I mean, as I as uh, I think of some of the biggest adopter adopters of customers, uh, the the customers that are the biggest adopters of video have been the customers that have adopted video, right? And they just it's just absolute snowballs. It's uh, I think even within our own organization is if you show up to a meeting and you're not on video, you're kind of second class. If you're just on <laughs> audio, like trying to get a word in is a lot and everyone wants to get their word in um it's much more difficult if you're just coming in over the
3: phone so i'm gonna make a i'm gonna i'm gonna propose some because I, I, was, I was sent here with a yeah. mission and that mission was to acquire free polycom stuff but we are i'm serious like what we're gonna do is we we've talked about this before this podcast and if the answer is simply to just start doing it then we're gonna and, you know, on our, our team, we're going to start forcing ourselves to go do, it, video and then we'll report back in a couple of months and, and we'll kind of document our journey to see how that, to see what the value, because specifically oh, I, what it, what did it do for us that we weren't already getting? I can for? give so
2: many, I mean, even just me personally, I've uh, been working for Polycom and Poly uh, for over 15 years. You just develop a relation, especially if I'm lucky. I get to work from home, right? I travel for a living, but if I'm if I'm if I'm lucky, I'm I'm home, and uh, I've built relationships with people from years you know, year in year out of every day, every meeting when I'm home as a video meeting, right? I don't. I don't use the phone either. I do video, and I've built these relationships with people that I could never get over audio. I mean, these are my friends because I see them day in and day out. So my relationship with them, the trust level that I have with the people that I work with because I see them in day in and day out is completely different than if I just came in over audio if this was just an audio meeting and I'm multitasking while I'm while I'm while I'm communicating with them. It would be completely different, right? I have when someone someone leaves the organization right now. They have to call me on video. We have to look at each other because because we will miss each other because we've worked together for so long, and I have this connection that I just wouldn't get any other way. And so, uh, I there's also um, uh, statistics around. Uh, that meetings are faster when you do it over video and my meetings done faster because people are actually paying attention to the topic that you're there for. I do.
0: That's, that's been a a huge in our team. We started implementing video and it's been a struggle. You know, when you've got 20, 25 people that need to be hopping on a call is use your, use your webcams. That's what we're always saying. Like you have to turn it on. That's why having a seamless, you know, video solution that just turns on as part of my meeting um, makes it, a forced adoption, but a welcome forced adoption. And Teams added
2: some great features, by the way. Right, so first of all, anyone can mute their camera. Right, if you if you have to get up, you mute the camera. <laughs> not a really big deal. They also have the blurring, the background blurring, that it seems to be oh, very like well adopted. Yep. I mean, everyone seems to.
3: Uh, I would I want say background it, control. though. Like, I want a green screen. You want a green screen? you, you really?
0: can do that. That's
2: embedded like in Teams. You can do that. Like,
0: halo. You just all the another to be <laughs> like in
3: space, and
2: then Th- I you can do that right now. Really. I'm pretty confident you can do that right why now. Why didn't I
0: know that? I don't know. I'm because you haven't adopted video yet. <laughs> You're right. Um, and I do. I think video is a very powerful tool. I think one, you know, I think when people are asked to be on video, their first thought is, well... They want to make sure I'm paying attention. Like it's almost that like kid in school kind of feeling, but it really is true. Meetings are faster because you're just, it's like walking to someone's desk and having the conversation. And you also have that relationship building. We've got team members that sit in South Dakota, that sit in Ohio. I see them twice a year and it's just not the same relationship, talking on the phone, letting them take a backseat or letting me take a backseat and not having that sort of, I, I hate to use the word force, but it is a little bit of a forced interaction until it's just normal yeah. that we're having a meeting. And just like we sit in a used to sit in a conference room and look at each other, we're now looking at each other on our screens. You so, know, so you know it occurred
3: to me we could actually measure that because my analytics tells you how much time you're spending in meetings. It tracks all that numerically and, and, and puts stats behind it so if we said okay on this day we made the decision we're going to force ourselves to be consistent with video we could actually then you know look at the readings when we started look at the readings two months later and say did the amount of did our not just the um not just because my analytics has a lot of different measurements around the quality it measures sort of like the the quality of your collaboration if you will as as much as that kind of thing can be measured with the data they have it does a pretty amazing job so actually, now that I'm thinking about it, we should take some readings from my analytics, then start our little experiment, and we could actually scientifically test that theory yes. of meetings going faster, quality, and we wouldn't have to rely on surveys to say like, please rate the quality of your collaboration <laughs> today, and then rate it again. You know, we we, we don't need to do that anymore because we have telemetry that tells us. Tells well, us that. I, I mean, <laughs> the robots they, are watching they, us at they all They say times. that <laughs>
2: communication is, right, but it's, uh, um, you know, the, the verbal communication is only a fraction of, uh, it's the nonverbal cues are as much, or as important as what's actually coming out of my mouth, right? Like, even in this room, like, we all are making these little things of who wants to speak or where you want to jump mm-hmm. in. I mean, that's just the way that people communicate right. forever. Yeah. And so, adding video enables that extra level of communication i can tell if someone's angry or mad or if they want to say something or they don't understand what i'm saying they're confused or they're not completely paying attention oh, you just can't too. you they're can't confused. do that yeah. over over audio you just cannot how long
3: until something like my analytics is is put into this context of it's not because you have your con- because you have your camera on and my I have i've got this little readout that's like you're, so we're, we're this person a, is bored with what you're saying. <laughs> this person is getting really mad by what you're yeah. saying, or this person's really happy because the, the AI is it reading your be, facial cues. Uh, and uh, I will tell you this, long. right? It, it <laughs> is definitely not that.
2: That is not science fiction. Uh, I know. Absolutely. It's scary, it is, right? uh, you know, um, A lot of the, our new devices and have artificial intelligence and machine learning built into them. So, so these type, we are already starting to play with these types of capabilities, just like, uh, you know, I know Microsoft and others are as well, but because we're the cameras, we're the microphones and speakers potentially in the room. Um, there's a lot of those capabilities that will ultimately bring to market. And yeah. it's not here yet, but uh, it's, it's not, it's coming. It is not. Exactly so it.
0: and, and Lane, I'm oh, sorry.
1: I, I was going to say, and, and going back to your question about the adoption of that, I think that, you know, it's, it's habitual. People are habitually, um, they, they, they follow what they're used to doing. So if I'm used to just being on an audio call, then that's what, habitually, that's what I'll do but it's until the organization has a, uh, a strategy that says, okay, we need to move forward with a video strategy. So from here on out, much like your team from now on, you need to pull the tape off your, off your camera and you need to be on video. Uh, for us, that's what, that's, that's what created our environment. Sure. We sell the technology. And so therefore we should leverage that technology. We can't fly all over all around the country in order to be able to get on these collaboration calls. The other thing to keep in mind is let's take a look at from, um, it doesn't matter whether you're an executive or you're just a, you know, a salesperson getting on a call who wants to take 15 minutes to set that call up for a 30 minute call. Because now you've shortened up that timeframe in which to be able to deliver that content. So it needs to be easy to use and easy to adopt in order to be able to drive that adoption or that consumption of that, that technology. That's where we kind of fit in, in the fact that we deliver that ease of use so that the adoption is driven so that people break away from that, that, that habituality of what they do on a day-to-day basis.
3: Well, that could have a measurable effect on it. I mean, like, like my team, part of my team travels. I mean, I had some people that travel literally five days a week. Right. And if we could, if we could even scale that, not that I ever want to replace face-to-face meetings, but I think there are times when you know, maybe one face-to-face meeting instead of two where one, we know replaced by one quality yeah. video experience and one face-to-face like scaling. Again, something you could measure. You can measure travel. Well, you, expense. Um, like you can, Lane, you
0: have already volunteered to, to run an experiment for us. Yeah. So here's what I propose is that we take a look at your analytics as they are now for your team. Start Not mandating, but we're moving forward. We're engaging with video. Use your cameras. Take your tape off.
3: Yeah, we're already bought in. Like we decided, we were gonna, we wanted to do it. It's just we were trying to find reasons, you know, because you know, like like everybody else, we're so busy. It's hard to take on new. It's hard to take on some kind of, you know, okay, I got to do this for twenty one. You know, they say it takes twenty one days to build a habit, right? So it's like okay, I got I got to be thinking about this for twenty one days, and it is awkward at first because I know I've so rarely used my camera that when I have my camera on. I'm all, I lose my train of thought like constantly because I'm thinking about the fact that my camera's on and that just, it's like this whole other way, way of like processing information. And it goes
0: away, that feeling goes away. And then all of a sudden, it's just like people used to be. I remember my first job out of high school, I was petrified to make a phone call to somebody just because- I don't know who's on the other end. I don't know what they think. I don't know. Like, it was just a scary, I'd never worked for a company before I needed to call someone. (laughs) So I think it's one of those, as soon as you start doing it, you don't even notice. Maybe that's
3: it. It's childhood trauma. One of my (laughs) first jobs, I was telemarketing vinyl bonded aluminum siding and. kitchen cabinet refacing and let me right, tell right, you right, right. that was in the 80s, well, the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> one th- I can't help you with that one
2: but what, one of the uh, one thing one thought there again if you're intimidated by seeing yourself turn off the picture in picture right so that you don't you don't even yeah. you don't even so that way you're not even looking at yourself
3: and you're not you're, it's you're not it's you're
0: like focused. you're sitting in a meeting it's like you're sitting in and a meeting room, right, uh, like right uh, like now we can actually
3: see me. you right, right. right. Your, your, your camera's on you're uh, you're picking your nose you gotta stop hey
0: you know what But sometimes you accidentally do that in a meeting too so so, uh, we have talked about <laughs> <laughs> not you <What>? specifically
3: <laughs> i didn't think i did that's scary. no <laughs> so
0: we've talked about a lot uh good to clear up um the new name Polly, the acquisition uh, of plantronics uh blended with polycom um how Polly is working with microsoft to truly and microsoft with poly to develop all of the hardware and software to have that seamless integration around a communication system. So, Lane, you have volunteered to start using video, tracking video, and we would love to have you back to see some of the analytics and feedback from your team on working with Microsoft Teams and Poly. Um, But if you are out there and you are looking to implement, like I said at the front, implement teams, or you're looking at what solution to implement, Uh, we have a great team here at Connection, as you can hear. Um, Reach out to your account manager um, and the Poly team and the Microsoft team, and we can really help you with what those best practices are, how to get off the ground, what your goals are, and how to help you achieve those goals. And as always, if you're listening on whatever platform, please like and subscribe to Connection Tech Experience. Leave us a comment or drop us an email at, at com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And yeah. I can't wait to hear the results of the, the video test.
3: I mean, yeah, I can't wait to get started. So we'll see how this goes. Yep, we're <laughs> locked in. We're dialed in.
0: All right. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for joining.
3: Thank you. Thank you.